0: hey guys i'm randy
1: and i'm daniel
0: <laughs> we're two lifelong friends and musicians but when we're not playing gigs we like to talk games
1: and today on the gaming gig podcast we are discussing the differences of uh, storytelling in movies versus storytelling in games
0: all right so something that's been on my mind a lot lately um, is games versus movies in terms of you know a storytelling medium. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously games and movies are very different from each other, but one thing they both try to do is, uh, tell a story. Mm -hmm. It kind of reminds me of the debate of like the book versus the movie. It's kind of like a similar thing where they're different mediums, but they're trying Mm -hmm. in some ways to accomplish the same task.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm sorry to hear that this has been troubling you so much, man, but I'm glad we're going to air it out.
0: (laughs) It's not been troubling me, but it's been something I'm thinking about because, um, I've been, uh, playing the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Mm -hmm. video game. Right. And, you know, I was introduced to Guardians of the Galaxy through the movies. Yep, me too. And uh, never read the comics or anything, but, you know, I saw the movies and enjoyed the movies. But now that I'm playing the game, um, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously it's a different story, but it has made me think about, um, you know, what do I like better in terms of, like, experiencing a story? Would I rather experience it through a game Mm -hmm. or would I rather experience it through a movie?
1: Well, I you know I had a similar experience because I'm also playing Guardians, and we both talked about how it made us want to go watch the movies. Right, and I, I actually did it. Uh, so I watched the first one, and then I'm halfway through the second one, um, and uh, I, I really love them both. But what really caught my attention is some of the differences, mm-hmm. like um, story beats. Honestly, like in, in the game, you know they they often just like in passing discuss Drax killing Thanos. And so I went and like Googled that and looked that up because that's not how it went down in the movies. No. (laughs) You know, but uh, this may be a little off topic. But Drax in the comics is actually from Earth and he dies, I think, and then like gets a new body with like the sole purpose of killing Thanos. And he gets like infinitely stronger the closer his proximity is to Thanos. Just a fun fact.
0: Whoa, that is weird.
1: Yeah. And he does kill him. So, but. um... (laughs) And in some iteration, you know?
0: But what it's uh, what this process has made me realize is I was like, because um, I also went back actually last night. Catherine and I started watching the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie, mm-hmm. and I was instantly hit with how different the mediums are. Like, yeah, even though this game is very cinematic, yeah, um, there are some really big differences, and in some ways. I think we can go ahead and get into this, into which one we prefer, because I think this is going to be some, something we disagree on, I think, mm-hmm. um, is that I realized that uh, I vastly preferred the experience of of this, you know, of a similar story with the same characters through a video game than I did the movie. Mm-hmm. Not that the movie wasn't uh, good, from what I've seen so far, um, and I've already seen it, but yeah, I've rewatched, I just realized, like, man, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed the gaming experience more. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the main reasons was, it's going to seem weird, but, um, two big things like jumped out to me at first. One was the, uh, the graphics style, Mm -hmm. like, because it's a very like sci-fi game Mm -hmm. and like, uh, you know, sci-fi experience, the video game, uh, you know, really was able to capture that, like those sci-fi elements in a way that I think felt more, uh, true to the, uh, to the genre, in okay. a way, um, not the movie didn't do a good job, but you know, like these are not realistic-looking characters, and you know they're more—they're in the game. They're right. more like maybe a can do the way I would imagine a comic book character to look, or you yeah. know, stuff like that. And then um, also the frame rate—I realized like that the movie frame rate, I guess it was at 24 frames per second. I'm guessing. I guess, and it felt very different. Like the immersion was just felt very different and then also colors like the video game was so vibrant and colorful and the movie had you know like a lot of those movies have a certain palette you know it's like there's a limited number of colors in some movies you know they kind of stick to a, a certain range and uh um, it just felt very i don't know something about it just didn't feel as good to me yeah but there's a lot to break down there
1: <laughs> there is you you yeah you you went way far there um yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so just to kind of counter that, I, um, I think, for the most part, I prefer movies. But, that being said, I think that's because there hasn't been enough games for me that like did it better than a movie. And right. as you know, like my favorite game of all time is The Last of Us Part 1. Right. And I think my second favorite game of all time is The Last of Us Part 2. And I think you should just play those back-to-back like you should watch The Godfather Part 1 and 2 back-to-back. Um, and I think that's the greatest story ever told. Don't care a video game, yeah. Don't care what movie you're talking or you know movie book. Don't care what you're talking about. Um, but I have not found any other games that that even came close to that peak. And I keep looking behind camera because I even have a Last of Us poster. Like it's it's that <laughs> good. Like it's it it moved me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just haven't seen a lot of games do that. And and I can't say that I've ever considered like oh maybe it's a frame rate you know difference. But you're right. I mean movies I guess are at 24 for the most part. And obviously your game rate, your, right? your frame rate in games differs, you know, play, depending on what you're playing yeah, on and, play and all that. But uh, there's a lot of variables, you know, in a game versus a movie.
0: There is, yeah.
1: Uh, you know, you've got your voice acting, you've got your graphical styles, like kind of what you talked about.
0: I mean, like, let's, let's talk about graphics because I think yeah. that's a big one, right? Like, we are starting to get to where graphics in games are much, much better. I mean, mm-hmm. like, even just uh, briefly before we started this podcast, uh, I did a Google search of um, famous actors and video games, mm-hmm. you know, this is something we'll talk about later. Yeah. But I noticed, like, games that were in the... Even if games that just came out 10, 15 years ago, I was like, man, graphics have come such a long way in the yeah. last decade. Yes, they have. To where this used to not... I would I would say that the graphics in movies a decade ago were way ahead of games. hmm But now games are starting to catch up or, in my opinion, maybe even be able to be uh, better in some ways in that they aren't limited to, um, you know, gosh, I don't know how to put this. Because obviously movies can have amazing graphics and probably better than some video games in some ways. Yeah. But the video games are able to be stylized in a way that is kind of like, um, you know how like some animated films Mm -hmm. can have... Extraordinary graphics, and they don't have to be realistic.
1: Yeah, well, that's what you're. That's what you really are. Are breaking it down to like, ver, is it real life versus like stylized graphics? Right, you right, know? right, And mm-hmm. unless you're doing like an animated movie, like Into the Spider Verse just came to mind because you, that 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 movie was super stylized and insane, and it looked so good. Right, yeah. First movie I ever watched on my 4K TV. It was awesome. Mm. Um, but I mean, sometimes you would want that that real to life look and then that also like kind of makes me think of well practical effects versus digital effects you know like i'm a big star wars guy and Mm -hmm. you know those original trilogy movies to a large degree used a lot of practical effects and the new movies maybe not so much and i kind of prefer the old ones and i don't know if that's because i'm an an old like star wars curmudgeon purist or not but
0: Mm -hmm.
1: there's a lot there and I think it really just depends on context.
0: I think it does too. I think it absolutely does cuz I was thinking about mm-hmm. like, you know, like so many games are trying to go for that like super almost real to life mm-hmm. graphic style. Um but then they but they still have the ability to be this uber stylized thing. And movies can too, but you know like mm-hmm. it's just very very interesting. And I think the more we start to see crossovers between video games and movies or or them sharing uh Genres or sharing characters like we have with Guardians of the Galaxy and you know many mm-hmm. other options, we are going to start to see some very interesting differences. And I think people will start to make these comparisons, just like they have forever about b- the book versus the movie. Yeah, I think we're going to start to see more and more that the game versus the movie. That conversation will start to come up more and more.
1: Yeah, and then people will just stop reading books.
0: Like we have, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, books are no longer going to be there.
1: Books are done.
0: But we got like the Mario movie coming out. Oh, yeah. With the Sonic movies that come How out. How did
1: I forget about the Mario movie? And,
0: like, these are going to be some very interesting... I, I don't think we're going to be done talking about this anytime soon. But
1: mm. We'll definitely talk about that Mario movie. Oh, yes,
0: we will. Let's talk about voice acting now. Okay, because so... here's the thing about...
1: Well, okay. voice acting is just... It can be so hit or miss. Like, it can't. And, and I think yeah. that's my big hang-up with, with saying like, I would prefer games. Yeah. Because I'm playing, like... I know this is not a movie at all, but I'm playing Triangle Strategy and... I love that game, but the voice acting sucks. Yeah. Like, it's, it, it's so generic. Like, these people are, are, like, embroiled in this, like, once in a lifetime, like, political turmoil-fueled war that rages across a continent. And then their voice actors just aren't exactly selling me on it. Right,
0: But I guess, like, <laughs> that game's purpose isn't to tell a story. Like, I guess, like, Yes, it is. You think it is? Yes.
1: It is huge It's not story. about
0: the gameplay. It's more about like... Well, it's the, about the like gameplay them. too, but
1: right. it is hugely story-driven. Well, There's like choices that you make and... Well, I haven't played the game, so I yeah. shouldn't
0: speak out of turn there because I obviously don't know.
1: It is huge. It's very like... It's it's kind of Game of Thronesy. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean like, yeah. But now, then again, but we're getting better and better voice actors mm-hmm. in games. Like, um, I don't want to just being on the same drum over and over but because i'm playing guardians of the galaxy i was like the voice acting in that game is really good
1: yeah it is the voice acting is really good in that one
0: yeah um you know like i think about um i played uh you know sometime last year mm-hmm. um, i played the um the psychonauts 2 game mm-hmm. that game had really good voice acting mm-hmm. you know we joked about jack black uh you like joked about jack black when we were talking about it. i didn't realize that he is actually in that game which is so funny that really? we just like made a joke about it, and he ha- happened to actually Shh. be in the game. And
1: I bet he goes all in because that's what oh, he, does. he does. There's like, there's yeah.
0: yeah, it's it's. And after the fact, I realize, of course, that was Jack Black. Why yeah. didn't I realize it?
1: And and need I bring up if I ever were to lose you in The Last of Us Part Two? Oh gosh, talk about God, some sing. voice acting.
0: <laughs> um, I'm not crying. I'm not, you're Y'all crying. Are crying. You're crying. Um. Mm. So, you know, and obviously movies in general have better actors Mm -hmm. because they are bigger money makers. But I'm starting to think that like I bet that games are starting to give money, give movies a run for their money in terms of how much money they produce.
1: I don't know. We don't have any numbers to back that up, but
0: I would even bet that like some games make more than because like think about they say that like uh, GTA 5 is like one of the most profitable you know, fran like uh, franchises of all, like f- one single thing mm. of all time. Like, I bet it's made more than many many movies. Oh, definitely. I don't know how much it's made, but like, yeah. it's made so much, right? So like, uh, you know, the money is starting to be there to where famous actors are in these um, games, right? You know, and uh, it's starting to be more and more common that a game will have a very famous actor in it because mm-hmm. games are starting to be able to be at lucrative to the point to where they can do that.
1: Yeah. And we've been seeing that, you know, more and more lately, but even going back to like some of my earlier um, experiences with uh more modern games, I guess you could say like with Fallout. Ron Perlman's been narrating Fallout longer than I even realized. I thought he started on Fallout 3, but he's actually done Fallout 1, 2, 3, New Vegas and Tactics. Of course mm-hmm. he wasn't actually in the game, he just narrated the intro, but he that's a big name actor, oh, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then of course, more recently we've had Norman Reedus in Death Stranding, and of course Keanu Reeves in Cyberpunk.
0: Norman Reedus was gonna be in uh, what the uh, the um, what is it? The other is it that zombie game? No, no, no. The oh. other. Uh, well, I mean, I yeah, it's a um. Gosh, why am I blanking on the name? It's it's a horror game. It is a horror game, and maybe it is a zombie game.
1: Is it that movie or that game where you're that, the
0: game did it didn't come out? He was in the uh, the playable trailer. In P- oh, it didn't come out. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, oh Silent Hill.
1: Oh, Silent Hill. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. been a while. Yeah. Okay. Been a while. I didn't realize he was. He was in going
0: there. to be because he was in the in the playable trailer for that. What you was know that called
1: PT. PT.
0: Yeah. 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 Okay. Um. And then also Keanu Reeves most you know very not too long ago last year I guess was it last year yeah feels like
1: feels like an eternity good Cyberpunk yeah. yeah yeah Keanu
0: Reeves is in that and Keanu Reeves did a great job in that one
1: so. yeah and he was also in the Matrix Reloaded
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we have more and more, it's like big actors are in games um, and, you know, obviously, and, and there are starting to be games, like it's a whole genre now um, and it's been around for a while, but basically these interactive movies, you mm-hmm. know, where it's basically a movie, but you do make decisions or you, you know, interact with it in some way. Mm-hmm. I think about like Until Dawn. Yeah. which uh, had like Ron Malik and like other famous actors in it. You know, but that was a game that was meant to be uh, an interactive movie. It mm-hmm. really was, you know, it's basically a, a horror movie, but it's interactive. Yeah. Um, there's not a whole lot of gameplay to it besides walking around where you need to go and, you know. Well, that's how Death Stranding was. Participating in some. <laughs> Have you played Death Stranding?
1: No, but it caught a lot of flack for being like the biggest walking simulator of the year.
0: Did I tell you about that game? I haven't played it yet.
1: No, you didn't. But Nick loves it. I mean, I,
0: mean, I, I want to give it a go because I really want to make mountains because it seems so polarizing.
1: Yeah, it does. People people gave it a lot of flack for being like a hugely boring walking simulator in the first half, but um, who's it? Kojima.
0: Kojima. Yeah. He he said but it. Kojima's was, the one that was on that, that Sound Hill thing, right?
1: So. Yes. He said it was supposed to be like laborious in the first half, and then it's but he he like defended it, but Nick loves it, so it's probably quality.
0: Yeah, I want to I want to give it a go. I I bought the uh, updated version. You know, there was mm-hmm. like a new edition yeah. of it come out not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a director's cut or something. I don't know what it was called. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I bought that version. The Snyder Cut. The, the Snyder Cut. Yeah, I bought the Snyder Cut of it. Um, So like, you know, games versus movies. I do think that games in general, you know, if, if like a new, uh, say like, there, if I had a book that I read and I really liked it and they were going to turn it into a movie or a game, mm mm-hmm. I would be more excited about them turning it into a game than a movie.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know if I would or not because, you know, historically I haven't loved like movie adapt or game adaptations of movies like as much. I mean, when I was a kid, I did love like those Lord of the Rings games. Those, right, but, those were fun. But, but, but I mean,
0: like the technology is going to so Yeah, I
1: know. I know. It's, it's a different world. Right? So I, I don't know. I mean, it, and I do love Guardians, but Guardians is not an adaptation of the movie. No, no, no so, not at all. I don't know, and people really didn't like Avengers, but I didn't play it.
0: I didn't play. I don't know what that's based. And I don't think that's an adaptation of a also, movie either. Yeah, It obviously depends on the intention of the game. It does, you know, if it's meant to tell, it'd be a storytelling medium, and that's like it's kind of more, the argument here is, like, yeah. which one is better as a storytelling medium, mm-hmm. and like uh, I think about like uh, stories sometimes take time, and that's one of my big things I have against movies mm-hmm. is that oftentimes. It, you know, even even though nowadays people don't mind three-hour movies or mm-hmm. longer, um, but generally movies try to stick to that, like, two-hour mark, yeah which it would be an incredibly short game. Yes, So would. a game can really get into the nitty-gritty of a story, and you can take your 20 hours to tell a story like The Last of Us,
1: mm-hmm. you know? And that's why The Last of Us isn't going to be made into a movie. It's going to be made into a show.
0: Right, yeah.
1: And that's a whole other thing. That's debate. a whole
0: other thing we're going to have to watch and talk about. Uh, okay. Oh
1: yes we
0: are I have to watch that (laughs) oh yeah it's gonna I I really want it to be good um, I do too cause you know it is I'm also a huge fan of The Last of Us and that's a franchise that I feel very uh, you know passionate about and love you know I want more Last of Us content Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know that I want a show I'd rather have a, a another game yeah me too which apparently the rumor is the remake in The Last of Us I don't know
1: I, I don't I mean cool I'll play a remastered Last of Us again no I, not a remastered yeah, they've already remastered, they already remastered it, it. Yeah. right yeah I played that but I don't want I I don't really think that's the best move do you think dog. they should I, do a, a, a
0: part three
1: I don't know or just leave it and let it be like one of the greatest things to ever exist on this earth and don't tarnish it tarnish I think there could legacy. be
0: more story to be told yeah and I think that part three would be, would be fine with me.
1: Would you want it to continue? I mean, I don't... Can we talk Tell about to, the can, end of part two? I mean, can we... Well, I mean,
0: we could say, like, do do I want it to continue with the, you know, the established characters? Yeah. Yes. If that's what you're yeah. going to ask, yes, I do want me
1: that. Me too. <laughs> I... I would not be pleased if, uh, if, <laughs> if our they main moved girl... Like,
0: if they moved in a different direction. Yeah, yeah I mean, to I don't know.
1: It, I mean, maybe I
0: would play it. I mean, I, what I'm saying is, I think that the characters still have more to do and more to say. And I, I think it would be great to see that. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, it Those takes it takes a time that. to tell that deep of a story. Right. It takes time. You can't rush it. You can't do it in two hours. Mm-hmm. Like, a uh, a Last of Us movie that was two hours long, I don't think would be able it to tell the story in a satisfactory way.
1: No. It would suck. Um, um, I mean, I don't especially know. Especially,
0: like, a Last of Us Part Two movie. You know, it just wouldn't. There's no way.
1: That'd be impossible.
0: It'd be impossible, right? There's too much nuance. and There's too much character building, and it just can't be done in that short of a time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um which brings us to pacing. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. I mean the you know, sometimes you gotta take your time. And games can do that. And they can even, you know, not only can you make the main story take the appropriate length of time, but you can even break that crap up with side missions and mm-hmm. you know, you can completely take a break from the from the main story. So
0: Which I think is a double edged sword, right? Because yeah. one you can take the time that you need to tell a story, but also Movies are highly curated, you know, like in terms of like how they're paced. They're mm-hmm. paced in a way that's meant to like emotionally grab you and like bring you along, and, oh, yeah. and not lose attention your attention. So, like, where games can do that, but often are maybe too slow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which and like I said, it's a double edged sword because you might need that time to tell the story, and it may feel better to to kind of chill on something for a little while and like let it sink in, you know, instead mm-hmm. of just moving on to the next thing. Yeah. But um, it's a tough one. This is a really tough uh, thing to get into, and you know.
1: And do you think like like of course like we we want The Last of Us to take as long as it needed to take, you know? But mm-hmm. do you think the the layman who's like not into games would they feel that way, or would they be like, "No, nah, just make me a movie"? It's tough because we know about like we know everything about The Last of Us, so we're coming at it, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty.
0: Right. I think that it's I think it's the same argument as the book versus the movie, where like you know the maybe the lay person Mm -hmm. would rather just see a movie than read the book Mm -hmm. because it's the same sort of time commitment sort of, you know, Mm -hmm. trade off. Agree. Gosh, it's a, it's a tough one, but I do think that games right now in my life, I would rather play a really, in terms of telling me a story, I like interacting with it. I like feeling like I'm a part of the story. Mm -hmm. Whereas a movie is a very much just a, a sit back. Passive. It's passive and gaming is active, you know? True.
1: True that. You know, and I do, and there's definitely a lot of situations where I would agree with you. Like, I feel like I can make a pretty certain statement that I would rather play a Mario game than watch the Mario movie that's unreleased. Yeah. But I don't know. Like You never know, right? (laughs) It could be better than Odyssey. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) See, that's a laughable statement. I mean, it could be very good, though. We just don't know. It could be very good. We just don't know. Jack Black's in it, so we've got hope.
0: Jack Black is in it, yeah. Yeah. so i think like uh, overall i think i'd rather play a game but i don't know let's uh you got any final thoughts before we move on to the poll
1: not really it's just a complicated thing and it's, it's you know it's very it, i just have to take it on a case-by-case case basis yeah i mean mm-hmm. but i, do I think, love games but I, I like good movies
0: too see but i'm trying to argue to make you think games are better and i do think it's interesting that uh your favorite Story ever told is in a video game. Yeah. So, right.
1: Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think they have potential to be better. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't see people pulling it off consistently. I think, like, oh yeah. I think, I think Naughty S- Dog is movies special.
0: are probably more consistent than games in terms of like doing a better job. Yeah. But uh, I think that's starting to change.
1: Well, I hope so because if we can get more things like The Last of Us, I'm in. Yeah. Jeez. So um, I could do a whole. I could just rant about The Last of Us endlessly. And
0: me too. So let's move on to our poll, which is completely unrelated. Yeah. But you know what? Who gives a crap? Who cares? This is interesting. Um, What was your first gaming device? That was our poll. Mm -hmm. The options were a console, a handheld, and a PC.
1: Yeah. So 57% of people uh, said the same thing I said, which was a console. Mm -hmm. Uh, 25% of people said handheld, and 18% said PC. And I'm assuming you were like me, and you started on a console.
0: I did start on a console, yes. Um, My first gaming device was the Nintendo 64 when I was or five it was maybe 1995 or 96 when did 64 come out i think it was 1996 and i think i was five years old and we got it on at, uh, around launch no maybe not exactly at launch i think we got it like the holiday
1: in 64 june 23rd 1996
0: okay we got it around like christmas time of 1996 so i was five years old mm-hmm. about to turn six
1: yeah so that was your first one my first one was uh Actually, an, an original Nintendo that my parents bought um, from a friend. Like they were selling it, you know, or didn't want it anymore. And, do you remember how old you were? Uh, no, but I was pre in sixty four, and I, you know, Early I 90s. was I was really young, you know, so like probably couldn't do anything too substantial on it. But I'd go up there and like play Duck Hunt, and right, yeah, okay. Um, you know, we had the original Mario. We had this uh this game called POW, I think, which is like a beat 'em up. Um, so I had a lot of fun with that. And I also had a Super Nintendo. Um, I'm wondering if I got my N64 a little late or something, because I have r- definite memories of playing the Super Nintendo. And the way the timeline would add up, you know, if we're five when the N64 comes out, it would have been a short window for me to have, like, long-term memories established of playing the Super Nintendo. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what year I got my N64. Might have been a year or two after you because you, your house was the first place I ever played like Star Fox 64 and things like that. So, mm. yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, we were
0: definitely early. We were the first place I remember seeing an N64. Mm. I mean, obviously, I live there, but I don't remember any friends having it until after me and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I think we got into it fairly early because my dad was, uh, you know, he was really into planes, on the plane and stuff like that. And he really want. it, was really all about him wanting to play Pilot Wings, which uh-huh. was a launch title. For on the N sixty four. That's funny that your dad wanted to play Pilot Wings. Yeah, well, I mean I think about it now, and he was um, he was younger. He was when I was. He was he younger been, than we are now. Yeah, but not then. See, he would have been. Oh, like, not then. Yeah, he, yeah, because he would have been like thirty-four. Hmm. Thirty. Yeah, thirty-four. Yeah. So he would have been a couple years older than me. But think about it. in a couple years, if a new system launched and it came with and it came with a game that I was very interested in I would get into it you know so I mean it's not that weird
1: no that's not weird Uh,
0: he was my dad loved the N64 he played the N64 all the time
1: Hmm. my dad I
0: don't I don't know if my dad's ever held an N64 controller really yeah my dad was very much he played games with us all the time Hmm. all the time
1: my dad never played video games to me
0: yeah now after the N64 era he got to the age where he was out of games but during the N64 era during the early you know mid 90s Hey, up into the early 2000s, he played with us all the time, or he played by himself. He, uh, you know, he especially Pilot Wings mm. and that was like his jam. In fact, um, a couple of years ago, we uh, I bought Pilot Wings again because I somehow along the way, uh, the cartridge was lost, sold, you know. I, Mm-hmm. I did sell some games and stuff at one point. So. so either way, we didn't have any more. So I bought another copy of it. And he told me, he's like, you got to let me know when you get it because I want to come over and play it. He never did, but he, yeah. did, he wanted to. But he was
1: real nice and open to it. You know? He was open to it. My dad plays flight simulator Because our dads are similar in that they're both into planes and aviation and all that. Right, and yeah. my dad plays flight simulators on his PC. As his dad. The, I know your dad does too. Yeah, he loves it.
0: He still does it. My dad yeah. still bought. He actually just not too long ago, maybe like a half a year, maybe even a year ago, mm-hmm. bought a very nice gaming laptop so yeah. that you could play pot simulators on it.
1: I bet that thing is sick, too.
0: Dude, he got a really nice one. Yeah. Um,
1: so we had a comment here from Jacob Trost. said, shout out to Freddie Fish on my dad's Intel Pentium 4. Probably played that game about
0: 100 times when I was three. Dude, and this just, I love this comment because it reminds me of, you know, I didn't start off with a, we didn't have a PC until, uh, around probably around that, around the same time we got the N64, we got a PC. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember playing any games on it until maybe a couple of years later. But yeah. I did play a lot of these very early computer games. Yeah, and man, shout out
1: to Royal Coaster Tycoon. It, it
0: really just like uh, brings back so many memories to think about playing these old. Um, you know, or educational games on an old PC. Mm-hmm. Man, I little love A little Oregon that. Trail action. Oregon Trail. I didn't have Oregon Trail but my neighbor did. I actually thought about it the other day. I want to go back and play that just yeah. to see what it was like because I remember loving that game You'll catch on my neighbor's bro. PC. I don't know I will. I don't want to catch dysentery but I want to play the game. Mm. Um, so I want to go back and play that but I I would just, I would, man, I would kill to go back and play some of those old early games and still, you know, that was just such a cool era. It was. Of course, you're developed. I mean, it's like super nostalgic for me now.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, you think back to those games and they look so good in your memory. And, and but it was just so, so much and, fun. It was just yeah. like
0: so much fun. It was like, I remember playing some educational game, and one part of it was a reading game. Um, it was like Reading Rabbit. Oh, Reading Rabbit. Yeah, okay. I remember that. And there's a part of the game where you could, you were supposed to record yourself with a microphone and mm. record yourself reading a sentence so you could hear back. I don't, I guess that was what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. We would just record ourselves being silly and we had so much fun in that game, just recording ourselves and listening back.
1: Do you remember, that reminds me of not very long ago at all when we were way too old to get a kick out of this sort of thing, but do you remember when I got my new, my current car and it would read text messages in this robot voice, you know, it would just like read it to you immediately. And I, I, I feel like you were with us when we did this. I did this a number of times, specifically with Frankie, and we would just send the dumbest crap to my phone <laughs> just, just to hear my car read it.
0: No, I don't. I don't remember that. You must have been with just Frankie. Because okay. I, I must have not been there. Well, that's ridiculous. You? That's you. are yeah, much too old to be getting that kind of fun out of a, especially since voice to text stuff has been around for so long. Before <sighs> man, you, I'm
1: just, it was something special about just hearing maybe the was, car say it. Yeah. <laughs> and it had an especially like robotic voice, and it it would say anything. It would say
0: anything. <laughs> so that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Well, next comment we got: Abel said, "My family didn't have a PC with games, but I think my first gaming platform was either a Wii or a DS. Can't remember which I had first.
1: Mm. So that was it must be younger than us, Abel. Younger than
0: us, yes. But that for a lot of people, that era of games, the Wii DS era, yeah. was like the." When they got into gaming, and yeah. I think that was such a cool era of gaming to, to get into gaming Um, because that was like Nintendo at, you know, their once peak. I think they've actually gone past that now. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see that. Give us another, uh, you know, 15, 20 years from now, we're going to be looking back at the Switch era and being oh, like, gosh. Oh, yeah. yes. You that, know, because this, this huge. is huge because the Switch is sold more than the Wii now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be remembered as a peak, just like the Wii DS era was, because that mm-hmm. was a huge time for Nintendo. Yeah. It created a lot of Nintendo fans.
1: Oh, yeah. So Same. moving on, we got City Badger. <laughs> he said, uh, is it Colico? Coleco? Coleco. Coleco. I always Vision. mess that up. Coleco- Vision with the adapter for Atari 2600 cartridges. So shout out to uh, City Badger and Jimmy S for, you know, carrying the torch for the Atari 2600. Yeah. Which we're going to play some Atari 2600 soon, hopefully.
0: Yeah, I want to. I don't know if we're going to do it on the podcast, but we'll definitely do it on the main Gaming Geek channel. Yeah. That'll be hilarious. I, It's so interesting to me to find out when people started gaming and what they gamed on and, you know, how they've kept gaming mm-hmm. throughout the years. And I think, like... What you started with, whether it had been a console, a handheld, or a PC, mm-hmm. I think that does sway what you eventually get into and like how yeah. you experience games, or how you ex- ex- expect to experience games. Oh, know?
1: yeah. I mean, we see it now because we grew up being console gamers. And we still might be called a console. And we catch hate for not giving like PC enough love, even though we play PC games all the time. Right. But, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. So we're, you know, we get stuck in our ways like that. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Don't spill water on yourself, bro. And
0: then my favorite comment. My favorite comment from this one was Snoop Dogg. It was just a fake PSP. I don't know why I thought that was hilarious, but I think that is so funny that your first... This person's first gaming... Uh, device was a fake PSP,
1: and it must have run pretty well because they are still to this day watching gaming content on YouTube. So they
0: must have got hooked. <laughs> they must have got hooked. You know, I can't imagine what it was. I, I in my mind, it is like one of those things that looks like a PSP, but it really is like an old like uh, emulator that plays like old NES games and probably had like two hundred NES games on it. Yeah, and it w- d- just looked like a PSP, but it absolutely wasn't
1: something they bought off like AliExpress and it just came preloaded with like <laughs> yeah, it was just
0: like something. From the dollar store or something that looked generally like a psp like i have no idea and i even asked like what do you mean a fake psp and i think they replied yeah i don't remember
1: well you can still buy some crazy looking emulators and you know some of them probably do try to look i would be interested PSP. if it
0: was like if it played psp games but yeah. it was just like a knockoff like I, i'm sure that exists. i remember like we're like Weren't there, like, Game Boy and Game Boy Advance, like, fake ones that you could still put the cartridges in back in the day? Or is that not a thing? Mm,
1: I don't remember that being a thing.
0: I feel like I I remember things, like, everything I remember that was, like, a fake or a knockoff was, like, just an emulator. And it ran, like, you know, just ROMs of mostly, like, NES games or maybe even, like, Atari games or something.
1: You can pay, like, a million dollars now and get yourself an analog pocket if you want a, a Game Boy that plays Game Boy games that isn't a Game Boy.
0: Yeah. But I think that I is so funny—a fake PSP, first gaming device.
1: That is hilarious. Uh, yeah, you know, and I'm surprised that he had enough time to play games. You know, between like recording albums with Dr. Dre and all that.
0: <laughs> you know, Snip Dog sure does haven't. You, you got to be a little bit incognito with the profile picture. You can't just put you know yeah. your face. Is that a corgi? No, that's see, yeah, that's what that's, kind of dog is that? Oh, uh, that's that's. The Doge Dog, I don't know. It is the Doge Dog, yeah. I don't know uh, what kind of dog it is. I, I would, If I had to guess, I don't think that's a Corgi, no.
1: It's a Shiba Inu.
0: I would have never guessed that. Yeah, me neither. Shiba, is that like a Japanese dog?
1: I don't know, man. I already X'd out the tab. Okay. <laughs> well... I I think we've reached our final segment here, Randy, and normally you start this, so I'm going to jump in and start there. We're going to change this up. Sure. So we're going to talk about what games we're playing. Um, We're both playing Guardians.
0: We're both playing Guardians. In
1: fact, I was going to be playing it right now before we decided to immediately record this podcast because (laughs) of our unavailability on Mother's Day. Yeah. Shout out to all the mothers out there. Happy Mother's Day. Um, So we got Guardians going on uh, at my house. I've got Triangle Strategy going on, which I'm nearing the final act of. Mm-hmm. That game's nuts. I actually uh recently finished it early because I screwed up some like story beat where you have to like find a certain thing. And then it like took me to a to a you know basically a cutscene and dramatically told me about how I had been wiped off the face of the earth and how like I I lost the war and then it was like the end and I was like, What? And then a menu popped up and it was like, It appears that you Missed an extremely important key in this chapter. We suggest reloading your autosave. And
0: so you are at the end because you've already experienced a, an ending. There must be an ending. Yes. Yeah,
1: that's true. An ending, but it really didn't want you to end on that. No, they're like, look, we didn't,
0: don't end here.
1: That's the dark timeline. Yeah, you know, that's <laughs> the timeline when the hero of time loses to Ganon. Yeah. Um, so I'm playing that, um, and then of course. You know, I'm always playing Sea of Thieves and always wanting to play Sea of Thieves, which is still a constant problem. Yeah, but I'm really enjoying uh, streaming streaming Sea of Thieves. Still, I mean, we finally hit our 50 followers, so we're finally affiliates on Twitch. Um, it's good. It feels yeah, good. It's feels good. Feels good. The Twit, you know, the, the streams are fun. We've got a, we've got some regulars that are coming back, and oh yeah, well, that's that's good. always so fun. I look forward to that every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, So I've got an interesting story to tell you about what games I'm playing. So right now, um, besides Catherine and I are playing Stardew Valley, which we've been playing for quite a while, Mm -hmm. we actually tried to play um, Don't Starve. Together, Mm -hmm. um, and we were playing the console version. The console version wasn't very well optimized, it was impossible to read anything. We had no idea what was going on. We just decided pretty immediately we played it one night and decided it just wasn't a game for us. So Mm -hmm. I sent it back to Gamefly. Okay, so right now, I'm really besides Sea of Thieves, I'm really only playing Guardians, and which is odd for me because I'm normally playing lots of games. Yeah, yeah, let me tell you, I have had the um, this week has been um, War with the Mail. I have been. Uh, so dissatisfied with the United States Postal Service. Okay. And let me tell you why. Well, let's light them up. Okay. First of all, you know I've been using Gamefly. Mm-hmm. And I sent... Um, last Friday, a new game came out, Nintendo Switch Sports. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, Gamefly shipped Nintendo Switch Sports on the Wednesday before that. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, so that was two days. And they said, you know, it'll be there Either on Friday or Saturday. You know, it'll be there within a day or so of when it's supposed to release. Maybe the day of, maybe the next day. Yeah. Okay. So they shipped it on time. Like they, they put it out. Yeah. Okay. I still have not got that. Okay. And it's been over a week now. Okay. It's been what? They shipped it last Wednesday. That means it has been uh, 10 days and the the USPS has not gotten it to me yet. Hmm. All right. Ne- they, also shipped, they also shipped me another game because they upgraded me to two games per. Right. Well, that other game still hasn't. as They shipped it maybe one or two days later. It hasn't game. Mm. So the, the mail has been super, super slow. Um, I ordered a hat off Amazon that was not prime shipping, but regular shipping to USPS. That thing has taken like two weeks, and they shipped it like two weeks ago. I don't know this why. Is a hat? A hat.
1: Okay. Okay. What system is this The hat is, playable on? It's not.
0: It is gaming related. I do believe it is a, uh, a Legend of Zelda. It has the the, the Triforce. Em- it doesn't have the Triforce. the Master Sword. No, it has the uh, the emblem. Uh, what is it? The uh, it's not the Tri- crest
1: of the royal family.
0: No, I, 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 I hey, can't. Randy. Remember. Anyways, it is a Legend of Zelda hat. Um, but the most interesting thing that has happened this it's week
1: probably just the Triforce cast. is that
0: I ordered a. Uh, this was also a long time back, and they shipped it quick through usps i ordered a webcam
1: yes you did
0: i ordered a webcam okay oh
1: i remember that. I this story
0: <laughs> and um it takes forever to get to me but it did it took like two weeks to get to me mm-hmm. and it wasn't because the person didn't ship it on time yeah they shipped it immediately and it finally gets to me i think it was not yesterday but the day before and uh, i get home and i see the box on the front porch i'm like this is weird because this box looks way bigger than a web- webcam. Right. And then I pick it up, and it, sure enough, it's from the person I bought it from on eBay. It's got their name and it's got my name on. It. I'm like, well, that's weird. I pick it up and it's heavy. And I'm like, that's so weird. I was like, did they package it in like, like, what did they pack around this thing? You know, they didn't use styrofoam. They used, they must have mm-hmm. packaged this webcam in blankets or something. I don't know because it is heavy. So I go and open Whited it. Blankets. <laughs> like I don't know, but it was heavy. It was like it was like. Almost 20 pounds or something. It was heavy. Yeah. And then uh, I go and open it, and it's an Xbox One. That is so funny. No idea why, but it's an Xbox One. And I'm like, what? What? This is not. I was like, did they put this webcam in an Xbox One box? So I open it up. Nope, it's an Xbox One. Looks really good condition. Mm-hmm. Like almost brand new. You could tell it was used, but it was like perfectly clean. It looked great. can had everything in there, the original box, the controller, everything. This is bizarre. And then I go check my eBay and they're like, hey, I just got a um, video, I mean, a picture from someone else and they've got your webcam and I'm pretty sure you've got their Xbox. Nice. So now I have to not only do that, but then they're like, okay, we got, you're going to ship. They were like, if you would just ship that, I'll pay for it. But if you could ship the Xbox to them, they're going to ship the webcam to you. And luckily, this time it's through UPS, not USPS. So maybe I'll actually get the webcam here soon.
1: Maybe. We're well, trouble in paradise with Gamefly.
0: Well, it's not Gamefly's problem. No, it's um, not Gamefly, Gamefly's fault. But, but it, it, is is a, it is a side
1: effect of using Gamefly. It is a necessary part of the process. Because
0: I know exactly when Gamefly shipped it, and uh, yeah. USPS has been really dropping the ball. Mm. They've been really slow lately. Well, that do? sucks, man. Yeah. What can I you hope
1: do? you get your hat and your webcam and your games. I hope maybe today.
0: Soon. Maybe when I finish this podcast, I'll go check the mail and everything will be there. Maybe so.
1: <laughs> well, speaking of finishing this podcast, we got to go play a gig pretty soon. So we probably should.
0: We probably should wrap it up. Yeah. yeah. Well, guys, until next time, I'm Randy. And I'm Daniel. And this has been Gaming Gig.
1: Peace out.